Hello, welcome back to Sipping and Spelling with Suze, episode two, season two, psych ward, electric boogaloo. This was supposed to be week two, but it's now like my week two and a half because it was just really boring for a while and then so much started happening. I've made a friend and I just think that's like, I just didn't think I was going to make any friends because I'm really bad at situational friends when it takes me a while to make friends with someone. Like, I'm grand at keeping friends, but I really struggle to make friends. But I made a friend and not really through any of my own actions. Like, I was friendly with this person. I've been friendly with all the patients, really. But this person was like, hey, do you want to come along to Pictionary? Which is like one of the big group activities. And they were like, oh, we're also going to watch I'm a Celeb. I don't really watch I'm a Celeb. Like, I've I've never gotten into it. I've no interest in it. I don't care about has-been celebrities, you know? Particularly British ones. Like, I care about, like, 2007 famous people. You know? Like, Y2K icons. Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. You know? Them. But it wasn't bad. It was good. It was good. And I was like social and I was like making jokes with the other patients. And yeah, one of the patients, when she came into the room and saw me sitting there, she was like, oh my God, you left your room. I was like, I know. Because all the nurses joke that I don't leave my room. So I'll just show you how antisocial I am. I got a diagnosis. Now we'll come back to that later. So I'm currently doing the young adult program which is for 18 to 25 year olds I believe and it's um it's like lectures and like group talks and they're very um they're not very engaging and it's difficult for me to motivate myself to like speak in these things because I don't know they're just they seem very out of touch with what's actually going on with us like you know there's a guy who refers to illegal drugs as street drugs and they talk to us as if like it feels like they're like oh yeah your problems as if none of us have real problems you know as if we're all just like melodramatic teenagers being like oh my god I hate my life um which is part partially true some of us None of us are teen. Well, if you're 18, you're a teenager. But none of us are melodramatic, I don't think. I think we all have real problems. It's very boring. It's very boring. And it's hard to for me to keep focused on it because it just reminds me of online college and I just hated that. Like, I just can't do it. It's just not for me. So, like, I have no interest in it. Blah. I've been getting visits yeah I was having visitors um now they're getting a bit weird about visitors just because of COVID and stuff so they're like they're trying to give out as few visits as possible but we're not going to take that lying down I've been getting lots of tips and tricks from my new friends like um one of them was like no you just just do this and you'll get your visit just go up to front desk and say I called the number it didn't work can I make my visits here? My other friend, Dorothy, was like, your food is terrible. 
let me give you some tips. But I'll come back to that. I'll come back to the terrible food. So visits. So I've had mostly family in. And it's been so good to see people. And I'm starting to get used to visits. Like it's my first few ones I found really distressing. Because like I was struggling to open up within like 45 minutes. And like now I'm getting used to it. Like I'm just like right. You just got to put on a show for 45 minutes. Just be your most elaborate out there self and you can fall apart afterwards and I know that's probably sounding really depressing but like that's just where I am that I need to turn on the wow factor when people come in because it's just if I don't fake if I don't fake it it's not gonna happen not because of the people or anything it's just because of where I am mentally so I had a visit with Michal, Michal and Peter, my two boyfriends. My nurse afterwards was like, um, I saw you had, um, I saw you at your visit. Which one of them's your boyfriend? And I was like, neither, both, neither and both. They're both my boyfriends now. And it was really good because I like laughed and like, I didn't feel like I was in a mental hospital, even though I was talking about being in a mental hospital, but like, it was just like talking I don't know, it felt felt normal. And then Michal called me after he left and he was like, 45 minutes isn't long enough. And then we basically spent all of Saturday on the phone to each other and that just was so amazing. Like, because I am so, I just need to know about what's happening in other people's lives and what's going on in the outside world. And like, when Nicole wrote me a letter, that was also perfect because I was like, oh my God, yay, I'm having connection to the outside world. This is amazing. I feel very disconnected to the outside world. I just, I feel like I'm struggling to keep my link to the outside world going. And Helen and Sarah have been great. Sarah sends me videos every day and gives me a rundown of her day. And like we talk as if I'm not in a mental hospital. Like we talk as if I'm just away on holidays, you know? And Helen sends me pictures of, like, she was in Paris and she was sending me pictures. And, like, it just, it just makes me feel so included. Like, I just need to feel included because I feel so out of touch. So I just love it when my friends send me videos. Like, Hannah. Hannah sent me a video of how, like, she had a run-in with a guy that we met at a party who is obsessed with us. Like, we were speaking to him for, I'd say, like, 15 minutes. And we were just talking to him to pass time. Not in a mean way, but, like, that's just what was happening. And, like, he's now kind of obsessed with us. Like, he came up to Hannah and he was like, oh, my God, how do I know you? And Hannah was like, I have no idea who you are. You know? Like, it's it's classic boy who thinks he's, like, amazing main character. Like, trying to act like he didn't know who we were. Fuck off. Everybody knows who me and Hannah are. Everybody knows what's going on. You know? We're famous. I'm trying to decide whether or not to go into the big thing or the littler thing. You know, like the the big whoop-ow or just like whoop-ow. Okay, big whoop-ow first, I think. I think you've all earned it. I got my diagnosis and I'm not 100% comfortable with it. And that's not like some of you being like, oh my God, I don't think I have this. It's more the fact that a lot of the facts and statistics about it is kind of scary. Um, I do 
I do relate to a lot of the symptoms and a lot of the descriptors of this condition. So I am scared that I do have this. I could still have bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. Those just take longer to diagnose. But currently my diagnosis is borderline personality disorder, BPD, also known as emotionally unstable personality disorder. Believe so? Yeah, emotionally unstable personality disorder. Which I was like, okay, don't come for my personality. That was like the one thing that I wasn't worried about. Like my personality is like, I have the best personality. If my body reflected my personality, I would look like Kim Kardashian, you know? Like, I've got it all going on. My personality is 10 out of 10. It's not disordered. It's fucking phenomenal. One of the things that they said to describe BPD is it's like being an emotional burn victim. Everything seems to be more intense for you. Everything feels more intense and that is so freaking true. So true. I just, my emotions are so, they're either up, up, up or down, down, down. And when they're in the middle, it's not the middle. I'm fucking numb. Like I'm not feeling anything and that's fine. You know, that's sometimes that's fine. I watched Gone Girl the other day when I was in like a very unemotive mood, like I just was feeling nothing. It worked. I, I don't know if people have seen Gone Girl. You should watch it if you haven't. There's a scene which I would usually like vomit at. Like I would usually be like, oh my God, <laughs> nothing. I was able to actually enjoy the film because I just felt nothing you know, which I think is incredible. Like I'm learning how to turn off my feelings. Well, I don't know, I'm just, I already knew how to turn off my feelings. Like I did it for three months, you know, I just turned off my emotions. And when I turned them on during those three months, I just fell apart. So I would just turn them back off again, you know? Another thing about BPD is you get addicted to things and to people and all those things because when something brings you joy, it brings you elation. It brings you sky high happiness. So I used to always joke that I got addicted to my ex-boyfriend while he was my boyfriend, everyone. I wasn't addicted to him after we broke up. Like, please. Oh my God, that's embarrassing. I got addicted to my ex-boyfriend. Like, I was obsessed with him. Like, I, he would walk into a room and I would be like, oh my God, I'm cured. I feel amazing again. And I wouldn't eat for anyone or I wouldn't get out of bed for anyone or, like, I wouldn't do anything for anyone else. Like, he'd be like, Suzanne, I think you should eat. And I'm like, okay. Like, I was obsessed. Highly embarrassing, I know. But part of my condition. So, can't slag me. I'm ill. There's no cure, which is very scary and no like confirmed treatment plan that like is guaranteed to work. And I know there's like 
with most things in the medical field there's very like lots of things don't have confirmed treatment plans but that doesn't mean that it's less scary just because lots of things have unconfirmed treatment plans you know I'm very scared of this diagnosis just there are some very scary stats and I only feel comfortable telling people who listen to this because I know not that many people are going to listen to this and the people who listen are the people who actively care about me so it's fine you know like yeah I'm putting it out on the internet and it's something that I'm like very like scared about but it's like only people who actually care will know I am terrified though it's really it, there's some really scary stats but I'm trying to everyone I've told so far has been like okay no this isn't so bad it's fine I'm like why can't you let me be scared? Why can't you let me be terrified of the fact that I'm freaking out and that this can actually be really scary? And everyone's like, oh my God, no, this is fine. And I was like, this is the one diagnosis I didn't want because there's like the least research done on it. The food in here is terrible. It's so bad. I have gone so backwards with my eating disorder recovery. Like I am, oh, I'm almost... I'm almost at the point of just giving up and just going back to starving myself because at least then I wasn't at risk of having a breakdown. Which I know isn't good, but it's just... The food is so bad. Three meals in a row, I was given plain chickpeas and plain rice slash plain couscous. What am I supposed to do with that? Nobody eats plain chickpeas out of a cereal bowl with plain rice. You know, just throw a bit of sauce on it. And I know I am just said, just throw a bit of sauce on it. And then they did. They did. They gave me some, like, puree, lentil, chickpea concoction. Looked like vomit. Tasted like vomit. The food in here is awful. Guys, just... Just really keep your mental health under check. Because if it gets away from you and you end up in here... The food will make you wish you were dead. I'm sorry, the food is so bad. I've just regressed totally. But I'm now like, oh, I can get away with it because I'm trying to stop myself from having a breakdown because every time I have a breakdown, I'm more and more likely to kill myself. And that's not me being dramatic, that is literally how it's been going for me is with every breakdown I get more and more suicidal and um it's like I feel the need to act on it um the other night I got so low I was having a breakdown and I turned manic like I was talking to myself I told the nurse I locked my sister in the bathroom my sister's not here but do with that information what you will I was freaking the fuck out. I was like hulking out. I was like, couldn't stop shaking. It's very scary. I couldn't stop listening to the voices. Like they were so loud. It was like they were almost on top of me. And it got to the point where I started looking up physician, 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 physician assisted suicide. Because I just, I don't want to hurt myself. Like, I don't want to hurt myself. I just don't want to suffer. Because it is terrifying. 
And I just feel like I am plagued with my mental health and my physical health. And I just don't know when I'm ever going to feel safe and okay and at ease. And that's really scary. I have a fear that I'm going to end up alone. Because who is going to want a crazy lady who also has fucked physical health? and screams when she's in pain that's just because the pain is really bad i'm not dramatic i actually have a really high pain tolerance like you should see me get an injection or when they take blood or even when i tore ligaments in my foot i was so chill about them you know i was just like eh, whatever it's just when there's muscle cutting into your sorry when there is your uterus cutting into your muscle it's sore it's fucking sore so one of our courses is like plan for the future that's really difficult for me because in my mind i'm like plan for the future and i'm not getting past 27 i'm like well i can have i can have a pretty enjoyable life up until the point where everyone starts settling down and having kids and I start feeling inferior again like I'm gonna live my best Kate Moss party girl life I feel like I have a free pass for smoking now because it helps with it helps to soothe the BPD I can go out and enjoy my life because who knows how long I'm going to be alive and the more fun I'm having the less likely I am to to die And it's not just, you don't just, with BPD, it's not like it's just suicide that's going to get you. Like, you're more likely to have a heart attack. You're more likely to die from liver failure or kidney damage, lung problems. Like, your physical health goes downhill because we just are super self-destructive. Why? Because we hate ourselves, guys. And we wouldn't have to hate ourselves if we didn't have the lives that we have like I'm sorry it's just the way it is so I'm planning for the future and I haven't really planned I'm trying I'm doing two different types of planning so I'm planning a major party for when I get out of hospital as Nicole said a coming out party very Diana Ross very drag queen like we want it to be absolutely fabulous the TV show and the phrase like we want champagne we want mini dresses we want very Kate Moss very like 90s very Y2K we want a pretty photo wall you know just I want like cute photos I'm gonna have disposable cameras I know they're not great for the environment but like what's gonna last longer the environment or me so like Let's put those two hands in hand. It's going to be quite the event. I'm booking a venue in town. I'm going to have like all my favorite people and a few others. You know, you don't have to be in my top, my top favorite people. You can, you'll probably get an invite. If you're listening to this, you'll probably get an invite. And even if you're not listening to this, like it's a substantial guest list because it's very fun for me to plan parties like I just really love it I love planning social things like I have 
well, this is kind of embarrassing. I have like a slideshow that has like mood boards. So like I have like mood boards for different venues. I have loads of venue details. I have the guest list. It's not finalized just yet. Um, so if you care about me and you hear this, really send me a text so that I know that you care about me so I can add you to the guest list, you know? It's going to be a phenomenal affair because like I want to celebrate life. I want to celebrate that I am not going I don't want to come back to this hospital I probably will but I don't want to and I want to celebrate getting out of here and I just I need to hold on to hope that I will get out of here and that it's going to be amazing and that my life will be worth living and having a party to look forward to helps me with that another thing that I'm doing to plan for the future is like more realistic so it's like what do I want to achieve say every week so it's like I want to see Helen every week I want to see Lara I want to see Sarah you know I want to have a night out I want to go to work every week obviously I fucking love my job like I'm the only person in here who can say that like most of the people in here are like I fucking hate my job and I'm like, no, I love it. I love my job. I'm just going. I'm just losing my mind, but I love my job. Like, and I love my friends and I love my family. Like, I actually have a really, I actually have a really good life. I just seem to hate myself, which is very confusing. Very confusing. But yeah, I want to start going to the gym because Mihal is like my fitspo, my inspiration, my fitness inspiration um however I don't want to do it exactly I don't want to go as hard as he's going because like he's not drinking but that's fine like we're not nobody's going out so it's fine but I'm not gonna give up drinking sorry I'm not giving up alcohol I know there you're supposed to with the meds I'm not doing it I'm sorry it's just part of who I am I'm not giving it up it doesn't affect any of you guys and for people who are like it does affect us Shut the fuck up, it doesn't. So I'm going to start going to the gym. Because the best way to appreciate your body is to use your body. So I am going to have to get, I have to get my nerves burned again. Because they're starting, to, it's starting to flare up. And I'm like, pack it in, love. Pack it in. We are not doing this again. Maybe in January you can get burned again. But like, I want it at least six months. I'm gonna get my nerves burned again I might up my muscle relaxants because I just want I just want to appreciate my body and the best way to do that is to pump some irons well no I'm not pumping irons I just want to do like the Stairmaster and yeah like very like yummy mummy workout like I'm not doing like ropes or anything or I'm not no 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 we're not going in, like, coming out really sweaty. We're going in to come out, like, ooh, a bit of a healthy glow, you know? Like, I'm working out so that I can eat cheesecake. I'm not working out so that I can, like, find a husband because, oh, that's part of my life plan as well. I'm just going to marry rich. And I know that was always part of my life plan, but now I really need to because I'm more likely to develop an addiction and everybody knows in 
the upper class when you develop an addiction it's like quirky it's like oh it's personality trait like oh she's an alcoholic but you know she's wealthy her husband can afford it it's fine so I really have to strive to marry rich which will be difficult because no one is going to want me into their wealthy aristocrat family and it's not like I can trick a man into marrying me through pregnancy because well the times we live in that's not really that big of a deal and also I can't just get pregnant so I'm going to have to win him over with my disordered personality but my amazingly disordered personality I want to have a life that I deem worth living and for me that is a very much work hard play hard lifestyle social life woohoo work life woohoo family life oh yeah like I yeah so I like had to do it like a plan of my week of like my ideal week and it's very intense like I'm doing a lot but I'm also like giving myself Sunday to like recharge so I was like this is realistic you know I probably won't go to the gym three times a week but I will do some form of like intense exercise three times a week be that walking the dogs and like I had a dream last night where I took Ozzy on like one of our hikes and oh my god my muscles were killing me in the dream so I was like holy shit I need to get back into this like me and Ozzy need to get back into going on major hikes. I want to learn how to drive so that I can take myself and Ozzy up like a mountain because he's really good for like dragging you along so like he'll pull me up the mountain so my legs just have to do the work but like you know I don't need to motivate myself you know the dog will do that for me. I need to stop saying you know yeah now it's very annoying that has been my week and a half in here i know that was boring for a lot of you please do some research on bpd if you want to um text me about visiting because i have been trying to get visits for people but it is very difficult right now And watch Gone Girl. It's so good. It's so good. Like, I just... I'm not saying that I approve of, like, the whole psychopath thing. But, like, it's very empowering to watch it. I don't know why that it's like, oh, my God, as a woman, I actually have power in this world. Oh, my God, this is incredible. Yeah. So, I will work really hard to get better. It's just not very likely that I will get better. So I'm going to live the life that I want to live. I'm going to enjoy the life I live. Um, because I know that it mightn't necessarily be in it for the long haul. So we gotta, we've got to power on through. Gotta keep kicking. I love you all. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week or next week and a half well you'll you'll get one when you get one relax jesus thank you i love you all